Welcome, fellowship, back to Sermon Notes, and we find ourselves right in the middle of Advent season. Uh, We've celebrated the first two Sundays together as we've looked at um, both hope and peace, and I have Aaron Parks with us today. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning. Yeah. Um, Aaron leads our family team, and so he oversees and shepherds and does a great job um, leading our early childhood, elementary, and our FSM uh, team leaders. And so great to have you with us as we talk about Advent. Thanks. Yeah. Glad yeah. to be here. We thought it'd be good to um, just take some time and update folks on uh, what Advent is and why it's important and how to go about celebrating that. And I thought it'd be especially helpful, Aaron, to have you with us. Uh, this is a time of the year where families have opportunity to be incredibly intentional in the home as we anticipate the celebration of the birth of the Christ child. And so, Aaron, uh, what is Advent? Let's just give people a working definition of what it is. Yeah, that's great. It's, the interesting thing about Advent is when I was growing up, I had never really even heard of Advent. It was just one of those things that I had never celebrated. And then once I got to fellowship, um, after I graduated college, um, I started hearing about Advent and this season of waiting and celebration. And so, um, yeah, it's just a great season. It's a, a period of time that um, where we wait. Um, and it means coming. I think you've probably heard this uh, on Sunday mornings, or your kids have definitely heard about this. Um, so yes. Advent just means coming. And so we're just celebrating the coming of Jesus. And it's a season of waiting and celebration. Yeah, a few uh, weeks ago, Aaron, I was um, I was waiting um, for some big news from my middle son. He and he had had this big three four month plan to, to get engaged, and um, we were at another event the night that it happened. And uh, my wife and I, my wife Pam and I, we found ourselves just this, this eager anticipation of when we were going to find out how the engagement happened. And so we were at this, uh, we were actually at a Razorback football game and we had our phones with us and we were waiting for the text or the FaceTime call or the phone call. And, and uh, what was interesting is that that was the most important thing in our minds that evening and everything else around us fell to the wayside because of that one thing, the good news that we were waiting on. And it made me think a little bit about Advent. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so much going on around us, but there's one thing that we're waiting on and yeah, that we're celebrating. Yeah, and it's the one thing that really is the most important thing for us to be thinking about during this season. There's so many things that can draw our attentions away from celebrating Christ and what His birth means for us. And so it really is an intentional time of trying to build, like you were talking about, that eager anticipation it's a, t- a season of four Sundays, the four weeks leading up to Christmas, where we try and force ourselves to wait and to build that eager anticipation. It's kind of like anything that we've waited for, whether it be news of a, you know, of an engagement or um, you're, you know, you're waiting for um, a gender reveal to know what um, gender the baby's going to be, or, yeah. or for a baby to be born, or waiting for any news that's exciting, um, you know, you just have this eager anticipation and can't wait for it to yeah. happen. And if we're not careful during Advent, we'll find ourselves and Christmas will be over and we hadn't really even thought about Christ. And so what we do during Advent is 
we force ourselves to think about it more and more and more. Um, and just to, it kind of builds, it makes Christmas more exciting. It's, um, you know, you just build that anticipation in yourself and in your family and um, whoever is around you. So it's, it's, it's kind of become one of my favorite traditions is to celebrate Advent. Yeah. And it's rooted in a longer story that we're a part of as followers of Jesus, as Israel waited, um, not only in exile, but in, in darkness and silence. And they anticipated what the prophets had prophesied um, and this Messiah that would come. And he came in a way that they didn't expect or see coming. And so um, there are four specific words that we use to move us through the Advent season. And Aaron, I noted in your office the other day, your team has come up with some just really simple working definitions that I think would help us and our families kind of get our head and heart around Advent. Could you walk us through those? Sure, yeah. Uh, as we were talking about hope, peace, joy, and love, kind of the the four kind of pillars of Advent, the things that we talk about each week that point our hearts toward Christ, we were realizing that those words are really hard to define for kids. We were trying to figure out how would we help a kindergartner or how would we help a sixth grader understand what these things really mean and kind of the depth of each of these. And so it's kind of a... Um, a tough thing to understand. So we just worked really hard to try and come up with definitions that they can help them see that and really understand that. And so for hope, as we were talking about that, we decided that that's waiting with eager expectation for what God has promised. And so we see as we connect with, like you said, all those people, um, the Israelites for a long time, and just the, the believers that have gone before us, the way that they've waited as we enter into a season of waiting, it helps us identify with them and helps us understand that we're a part of the family of faith. And so those who have gone before us, we're, we're just continuing to wait with eager expectation for what God has promised. And so our waiting looks different. Yeah. We're waiting for him to come back, uh, but we're still waiting. And so- That's you know, right. Yeah. Well, and I like the, the uh, key phrase there is something that God has promised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so our hope is in something that is certain. Yes, not in something that might happen or is wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it's hope, a certain hope. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's not. Oh, I hope that I'll get this for Christmas, and you're not sure. It's oh, I'm hoping for the thing I know will happen. I just don't know when, and so we just have that yeah. eager expectation of of waiting for it and helping kids understand that. Um, just that that eager expectation for what God has promised. So hope and peace is yep. our second. Yeah, peace is making things between us, God, and others the way they're meant to be. Mm. Um, and just thinking about how Christ's birth brought so much peace. He is the Prince of Peace, but it's it's so huge, and it's in every relationship that we have, that between us and God, between us and others, um, even within ourselves, um, the way they're meant to be. And so I think kids and uh, can understand, I'm not supposed to be fighting with and punching my brother all the time. I can yeah. make peace, and Jesus can help me make peace with them. I'm not supposed to be yelling at my parents all the time. That's that's not the way it's meant to be, and so yeah. just helping us make peace. And so even as I was thinking through this, I'm like, man, even in my relationships, thinking through, like, how, how are these things not the way they're supposed to be? Um, it, it's challenging to me to even think through this. So, yeah, that's peace. Yeah, so hope, peace, and then joy. Yeah, joy is delighting in what God has done and continues to do. And so we just wanted to make sure that they understood that we're delighting and and our joy really comes in what God has done. Mm. Not that that's this is probably one of the harder ones of these um, uh, words during Christmas because 
Um, if we're not careful, we can joy in the things of Christmas, which, sure, there's happiness, there's yeah. there's joy. We can enjoy those things, but ultimately our joy comes in what God has done, and those are the things that we're celebrating. And so just being really careful to continue to point our hearts to not the things of Christmas um, in this season that we get pointed to, but pointing ourselves to Christ. And so... Yeah, and that helps us distinguish it from happiness, yep. where happiness can be rooted in circumstance or an environment or um, just what's going on around you, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, joy is, has this more um, deep-rooted sense that God is working something. Yeah. He can be trusted. And then finally, love. Yeah, love is uh, just caring for others the way God cares for us. And so just trying, that was a tough one to dis- determine or to, to kind of define because yeah. that's a huge word. There's so many words in Greek for love. We've got love. And so trying to narrow that down, but basically we just said, Hey, caring for others, the way God cares for us, that's a way that we can show love. That's evidence of our love. And Mm -hmm. so just trying to help bring some, make it a little more tangible for, for families and for kids. So, well, Aaron, you guys have a great resource. You have an Advent family uh, devotional guide that you've provided us and you've, we've actually partnered with other churches and them using this material as well. Yeah. Um, You guys kicked this season off with a family worship celebration what are some of the highlights from that resource or some things you've observed families doing over the years to help bring Advent to the home? Yeah, I think as families um, create habits during Advent, uh, whether it be, hey, we love getting up early and we love having breakfast together. So we're going to take 10 minutes every morning during this season and we're going to read through this. This Advent resource, you can find it on uh, Fellowship's website. You can download a PDF version of it or you can pick one up. We've still got them in elementary or in the foyer. Um, but there's just a verse, um, a section of verses, some uh, two or three, four questions to talk about, and then a prayer. And so it's just a simple way to reorient our hearts every day. And so uh, it just depends on you know what your family rhythms look like. Yeah. And so maybe you love getting up, like I said, getting up early and everybody's up and you're like, hey, let's take 10 minutes, let's light a candle um, on an Advent wreath and talk about peace today and talk about these verses. And so uh, whenever that is, that's just a great, a great way to orient your heart towards Christ. And so maybe it's at night before everybody goes to bed, uh, everybody's brushed their teeth, taking baths and showers, and you just sit down for 10 minutes, turn all the lights off, light a candle, yeah. and talk about these things. And so that's a really great way um, yeah, to celebrate and, and walk through Advent together. Yeah, um, I came across an article um, by Timothy Paul Jones on the Gospel Coalition website, and he walks us through his observations and why celebrate Advent. And one of the, the practical applications that he leans into at the end of this, this article was the idea of try, identifying those snapshot moments in normal everyday life where you find yourself waiting. And then instead of trying to uh, get through it, lean into the waiting as a reminder of who we're waiting on in the Christ child. And so um, incredibly practical if you're, you find yourself waiting in line um, at a grocery store, if you find yourself waiting at a red light, um, instead of being frustrated um, because of how fast things aren't moving for you and your circumstance, uh, rest in it and lean into that moment and allow the waiting moment to recenter you on the person and work of Jesus and what came in his birth. So I think that's a really good point about the waiting. And just, I think it's really important for us to be really intentional in how we wait. 
Um, you know, cause for me so often I'll end up, uh, if I have five or 10 minutes, I'll grab my phone and just kind of mindlessly fill that time. Yeah. But I think if we're celebrating this advent and intentionally, um, and mindfully saying, okay, when I have those moments, I'm going to redeem that time. Uh, and maybe you make a list of, Hey, what can I do during this five or 10 minutes? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it is to send an encouraging text and to, to bring, you know, hope or peace or yeah. joy to someone, or maybe it's, hey, I'm going to read this verse. I'm going to write it on a note card and keep it in my pocket, and I'm going to pull this out and um, read this this verse um, all throughout this day or whatever yeah. that is, but just something that orients our heart towards Christ instead of our default. And so that's one of the things I love about Advent is I feel like it pulls us out of um, our typical kind of cultural calendar mm-hmm. um, or, or rhythm for this time and this uh, kind of consumption during this time, it pulls us out of that and reorients us on something a little different, more towards Christ. And so whatever that looks like for you, um, you know, that's however you connect with God. Maybe you say, hey, I just need to go outside for that five or 10 minutes because I yeah. connect with God a ton outside. And so you're just going outside and waiting and um, just enjoying God in that moment. So yeah, whatever that and looks If you like. need some resources, um, you can subscribe to our Advent devotionals if you haven't already, if you're listening right now. And um, you can use that five-minute window. Um, maybe if you're at the doctor's office or you're waiting at the revenue office and you can read through that devotional. Um, we also, also um, you can, uh, we've read them and you can listen to them being read. And so that's a way to feel that time as well and make it productive or redeem it as you've stated, Aaron. Well, it's this is a great season in the life of our church, and I appreciate your time with us, Aaron, and painting some vision and a picture of Advent for us. Um, for those of you that are listening and are accustomed to hearing us every week, um, this is just a summary podcast of all things Advent, and so um, we'll, we'll be off for the next few weeks, and then at the beginning of the year, we're excited about um, 2023. We're going to be uh, walking through some Old Testament narratives, the Old Testament narratives of Esther and Daniel. And so we'll be sure and um, we'll be producing some sermon notes, podcasts for those teachings. And we are anticipating and waiting eagerly um, for that season uh, come January. And so thanks so much. And so for Clark and me and uh, for Aaron, we appreciate you joining us once again here on Sermon Notes. Have a great day. Advent season.